Welcome everybody, Filibuster Freestyle, Friday morning, semi-hush tones podcast because Charlotte, the producer, is asleep, but it's your buddy Gavin. Filibuster Freestyle turns eight years old today, literally to the day, January 27th, eight years ago, 2015, yours truly, was in Miami, Florida on a work trip, had been thinking about a podcast for a while had done a little podcasting in the summer of 2014 with Andrew Patterson, Jeremy Johnson, who would go on to become the Sports Jerks, Man Cook Good, etc. And we basically created the Filibuster Freestyle eight years ago, tonight, in Miami, Florida. So we're here, we're excited about it. Um, to celebrate this momentous occasion, we are going to look at the upcoming NFC Championship and AFC Championship matchups, and we're going to assign Game of Thrones slash House of the Dragons dragons to each team. So which dragon from that world of Westeros is each of the four remaining NFL playoff teams that will play this weekend? This isn't a bit that we usually do with Dan Ruddle. Dan Ruddle, Philadelphia Eagles season ticket holder, is going to go to the game this weekend. I do not want to disturb him one bit with this bit that he and I have done, I think, four or five years in a row. What we are going to try to do is get Dan Ruddle on next week to recap, win or lose, the experience of being in the link, Lincoln Financial Field, for an Eagles home NFC championship game against the San Francisco 49ers. But happy birthday to the podcast, eight years old today. Um, Here comes the theme song. We'll get to the, the Dragons and football and all that good stuff on the other side. Filibuster Freestyle. Thanks for subscribing, rating, and reviewing wherever you get your podcasts. Filibuster, filibuster freestyle. Filibuster, filibuster. Watch out for the filibuster. Filibuster. Freestyle. Filibuster freestyle. It's the filibuster freestyle. Filibuster freestyle. All right, theme songs in the books. Right before we get into these dragons and Westeros, let's talk about my friends at Pop Sketch Designs. Follow them on Instagram at Pop Sketch Designs or go to their Etsy store, www.etsy.com slash shop slash Pop Sketch Designs. They've got all kinds of great gear and swag for you to get for yourself, for a loved one, for a present, etc. And for those of you who are Celtics fans or who want something cool and green to wear on St. Patrick's Day or both, Pop Sketch Design just came up with at least three new Celtics-inspired designs that you can order right now and have in time to wear for your, the next Celtics game you go to or St. Patrick's Day or both. And as the playoffs gear up towards the home stretch here and hopefully another good playoff run, you want to have something unique, but something that any Celtics fan would say, yep, that's one of mine. And where do you get that? And the answer will be at Pop Sketch Designs. They have free shipping included with all purchases. All right. Let's get into Game of Thrones. Which of the four NFL teams remaining are which of the dragons from Westeros? A lot of choices, a lot of potential here. So let me talk to you about my thoughts. I look at the dragons worth talking about the most as the ones from the Game of Thrones world. We know them the best. They were the fewest. We had Drogon. We had Viserion, and we had Rhaegal. I'll use those three for some of these teams. So, I think 
The 49ers, the San Francisco 49ers, are like Viserion. Viserion, if you will remember, is the dragon who in the TV show was ice javelined out of the sky by the Night King, and then the Night King reincarnated Viserion, and Viserion ended up fighting uh, against his own brethren as a zombie dragon. And the reason I would assign zombie dragon status to our friends the San Francisco 49ers is they've got a quarterback who is literally the last guy drafted who's not lost a start yet since he took over for an injured Jimmy Garoppolo. And so Mike Shanahan's son, sorry, uh, Brian Shanahan. Oh, my God, is that his name? Wow. Charles, the producer, has been keeping me up. I don't know. But anyway, Shanahan, I'll get his name right before this pod's over. He's made a living. I'm thinking of Brian Schottenheimer, who's Marty Schottenheimer's son. Kyle Shanahan. Boom. Didn't even need to look it up. Kyle Shanahan has been a whiz at taking any quarterback, Matt Ryan, Jimmy Garoppolo, now Brock Purdy, turning them into not only a competent NFL quarterback, but one that limits mistakes for the most part and can help the well-oiled machine that is the rest of the 49ers do what they need to do. This has been no different. The only thing that's different is when Jimmy G got hurt and Trey Lance, I believe, already is hurt, who was their high-round draft pick a couple of years ago. I believe it took him like second, definitely top 10. People were basically saying, wow, their backup quarterback's been hurt all year. Um... Sorry, really, the guy that was going to probably start got hurt and has been hurt all year. Jimmy G, their backup quarterback, who's been the, been the starter before, been the quarterback all year, is hurt. This really talented 49ers team is dead on arrival because they have no quarterback. But Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant, last pick in the draft, rookie quarterback, comes in, has yet to lose a game. To me, that's that reincarnation of the Niners were left for dead. Here comes our boy, Brock Purdy, as the rejuvenation as the Night King riding the dragon at the battle. Now, what I think is going to happen is that, like in the Game of Thrones ending on the TV show, if I got to assign anybody to the Eagles right now, it's got to be Drogon. Drogon is the last dragon standing at the end of the TV series, Game of Thrones. Every other dragon in the world, to our knowledge, is dead, is gone. And I do think that the Eagles, at the link, against the rookie quarterback, uh, I think the Eagles will prevail. And I think just like Drogon prevailed. Um, so that's pretty short and sweet, but I just think the Eagles have been the best team all, the, all year. Best team out of the gate. They've had a few injury problems like everybody else, but uh, they seem to be back where they need to be. They looked good last week. Can't really see um, a better analogy for them than Drogon. Again, because Drogon is the biggest dragon. Drogon is the dragon that is the last one standing. And I think probably, certainly in the NFC, the last team standing will be the Eagles, in my opinion. And they might even be the, the champs overall. Now, let's go to the AFC. Who do I think the Bengals are? Well, I think the Bengals are basically – I'll give them Rhaegal, who is the dragon that Jon Snow rode at the end of Game of Thrones because we all know Rhaegal. Rhaegal, formidable, but I do believe Rhaegal might have been killed by Ice Dragon Viserion in the show. Regardless, 
you know, I think the Bengals have a chance to pull through. I think the Bengals have a chance to run free. I think they've got a little bit of uh, – there's a dragon called the Cannibal. There's another one called the Grey Ghost. They are both wild dragons that were never tamed. The Cannibal actually ate other dragons, it sounds like, for fun, not just for, like, anger and, like, killing them. And the Bengals have a little bit of that in them. In fact, last year, they literally, I would say, were Grey Ghost or Sheep Stealer or Sheep Stealer is another one or the Cannibal untamed dragons who just kept coming and found a way to the Super Bowl. But this year, it's yet to be written. They have to go back to Kansas City where they went last year and won and try to win again. They might. But standing in their way, well, standing in their way is, I think, a team in the Chiefs that is very capable of being untouchable and also very capable of being exposed or making mistakes or just not as sharp as they were a few years ago when they won the Super Bowl. So I could say that they are the black dread, Balerion, because Balerion, biggest dragon in known history, most dominant dragon in known history, passed away of old age. I think for the Chiefs, the number one opponent they have is Father Time, and his injuries, you know, Patrick Mahomes is injured. So they are, in my opinion, an older, more more, more flawed due to age and due to injury version of themselves than they were back in, I think, 2019, 2020 when they won the Super Bowl. And they went back the next year, got exposed a little bit. Last year, got even further exposed, losing inexplicably to the Bengals at home after being up big in the first half. And my question is, which which... Which you know, which 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 version of that dragon are you? You know, which version of the black dread are you? Are you, you know, Balerion who's here to, you know, take care of everybody and undefeated and walk into the sunset as a dynasty ish type program? Or are you the one who died of old age because the only one who can beat you is Father Time, but Father Time is a coming? And between injuries and people moving on and age, is the dynasty going to go out with a whimper with the second straight loss at home to the Bengals in the playoffs? If the if the Bengals were to win that, I will change my answer on Regal. But I honestly think the only one who beats the Kansas City Chiefs this week are the Kansas City Chiefs playing or not being able to summon that extra gear. Um, if they can summon that extra gear that we've seen over and over again – Again, it, it will be a shootout. It will be hard for the Bengals. But, yeah, the Bengals have a little bit of that ice water in their veins too. Um, so that's everybody, I think, right? I got Polarion, I got Rhaegal, I got Viserion, and I got Drogon. So what happens when Drogon, who's currently undefeated in the Game of Thrones world and much younger than Polarion or whoever the Bengals is, happens? Neutral field. Too soon to call. But my... My pick is Eagles will be in the Super Bowl. I would lean Chiefs. I'm just betting the law of averages here. But I wouldn't be shocked if the Bengals made it. And, and I would really want to assess how these two games go before I pick another game. Let me tell you about something that's going to happen after the Super Bowl real quick before I go. Drilling Threes, America's favorite party band. I'm a member of that band, spoiler alert is playing its first public show in seven years. 
March 4th, Saturday night in Holliston, Massachusetts, 8 p.m. in a place called Anthony's on the Green. If you are in the Massachusetts, Rhode Island area or can get here and want to see Drilling Threes, two big sets, free admission, dinner from 4.30 to 7 at Anthony's on the Green. Band goes on around 8. Should be a fun time. Follow Drilling Threes on Instagram at Drilling Threes. That's the word drilling. Like to use a drill, to drill something, drilling threes, the word threes, T-H-R-E-E-S, at drilling threes. Follow the band on Instagram. You get information on the show and other you know, snippets that we do from, from rehearsals, Money Mondays, P-Funk Fridays, all kinds of good stuff. But circle your calendars now, March 4th, Saturday night, Holliston, Massachusetts. Drilling threes returns to the stage live. Anthony's on the green, again, in Holliston, Mass., 8 p.m. All right, filibuster freestyle. We are eight years old. Very exciting. Good luck to all the teams playing this weekend in any sport, but especially in the uh, NFC and AFC championships. Also, going to go out on a limb here. Novak Djokovic going to win his 22nd major this weekend in the Australian Open. I would be shocked if he does not. I do believe he's playing Stefano Sissipas, who's a great player from Greece, and maybe Stefano will find a way. But I do think Joker is on a mission. I do think he is the most dominant champion in the history of the Australian Open, on the men's side, certainly. And um, I think he's going to do it. I think he's going to tie Rafael Nadal and potentially get, get to bring on our lawn and racket sports expert, Andy Maslin, fairly soon to discuss that as well. Thanks for listening. Thanks for rating, reviewing, subscribing. Good pods, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. SoundCloud, the list goes on, filibusterfreestyle.com. Happy eighth birthday to us, and thanks for listening for these last eight years.